Welcome to UAB Techno, a podcast about all things technology at UAB. I'm MJ Moon. And I'm Carrie Bean. And we are your hosts from UAB IT. So we know that the end of the semester is fast approaching and we want your projects to stand out in a crowd. This month we are sharing ways that you can use Adobe Creative Cloud, which is free for students at UAB, to add a little oomph to your final assignments. We are going to be sharing tips and tutorials on social media all month long, but we wanted you to hear it here first. So MJ, what are we talking about this month? First, we're going to talk about ways you can customize your presentations. To create icons, illustrations, and imagery, we recommend using Adobe Illustrator. This is probably my favorite and my most used app in the entire Creative Cloud suite. It's the best place to easily create vector graphics. So once you create the design in Illustrator, then you can use Adobe After Effects to animate the icons into videos or GIFs. By adding engaging animation and graphics, you can increase participants' attention and engagement. Later in the month, we're also going to be sharing tutorials that will introduce video editing basics in Premiere Pro. And if you have any video editing experience, this will be pretty easy uh, to pick up. Depending on your project, a custom video may be a great asset to your final submission. And at the very end of the month, you may be starting to look for a new job post-graduation. So we're going to be talking about resume rebranding using Adobe InDesign. Be on the lookout for all of these tips that will be on our social channels throughout the month. If you have yet to download Adobe Creative Cloud, you can head to go.uab.edu slash adobe to do so. You can find other Adobe tutorials at helpx.adobe.com or find the links in the show notes. And don't forget, Adobe Creative Cloud is free for all UAB students. Whether you are on campus or at home, you can save money and shop safely with TechConnect. We visited the store recently and were able to see the store upgrades that include a new service desk and signage, plus all of the tech that you can demo before purchasing. We even got to see the new table of Apple products, which they are still expanding. I feel like I bring this up every time we talk about the new fabulous tech on campus, but I am jealous that TechConnect wasn't an authorized Apple and campus store when I was a student because I still have nightmares of my laptop charger breaking down during finals week and I had to find time in between classes to drive across town to buy a new one, which they have chargers and all kinds of other accessories for Apple as well as all the other great devices that they carry. But this is a great asset to have on campus for our students, faculty, and staff. Yeah, we're really excited about the authorized Apple on campus store. But if you prefer Dell or Surface products, there are also advantages to purchasing from TechConnect. When ordering online, you can have your new computer shipped directly to you. There's no need to be on campus to receive the educational discount. You will also receive 24-7 manufacturer support. That means if your screen breaks or it needs to be serviced, Dell can come to you and repair your machine. Or Surface will send a box to you to send your computer to them. This takes away the worry of finding time to visit campus if you're learning online. You can visit TechConnect on the first floor of the Hill Student Center or online at uab.edu slash techconnect. We want to remind you that UAB Anywhere is available to all faculty, staff, and students. UAB Anywhere is our virtual desktop solution that allows you to connect remotely to machines that are in the cloud or physically located on campus. This tool is an important asset if you need to use specific software but you can't on your own computer because it's too old or doesn't meet the compatibility requirements. UAB Anywhere houses commonly used software in the cloud that can run on a virtual machine. It's also helpful for students who need access to library computers or other school or unit-specific machines. Based on your Blazor ID, UAB Anywhere knows which labs and machines you have access to, meaning you can be at home and still connect to the classroom. 
It was created for faculty and staff use as well. While UAB is under the limited business model, many employees are still working from home. UAB Anywhere makes it easy because you can connect to software or you can even request a virtual desktop. To use UAB Anywhere or request a machine or software, you can visit go.uab.edu slash UAB Anywhere. The holiday season is fast approaching and it's very important that we all take the appropriate pandemic precautions. You should help your family prepare for the busy holiday season by staying safe with GuideSafe, the exposure notification application that's helping both UAB and Alabama fight COVID-19. Carrie, how are the GuideSafe downloads looking? We have reached more than 100,000 downloads across the state of Alabama, and we've also had more than 200 verified positive COVID-19 tests from ADPH. That means that Hundreds of people have probably received, maybe thousands of people have received exposure notifications that let them know whether they should seek testing or evaluate their symptoms or quarantine at home. We really want you to invite your family and friends to download the app by sharing a link from your app store. You can text it, send it on Facebook or Twitter, however you communicate with your people. This will be crucial if there are holiday gatherings this year. Social distancing and appropriate masks are still recommended precautions and we wish you a safe holiday season. Last month, we celebrated National Cybersecurity Awareness Month, and all month long, we pulled out all of our resources to show you how to do your part in Be Cyber Smart. We also debuted our fishing game. Carrie, how is that page doing? We have had so far, I think, more than 700 page views. Either one person playing it 700 times because it's so much fun, or 700 people playing it once and getting bored. Regardless, there's resources on that page that people can find fishing information, so any traffic we can get there is great. I still think that I have had the highest gameplay. That's a not-so-subtle flex. If you think you've beat... 116, which is my high score, you should send us a tweet and we will give you the credit that you deserve. But this month we are talking about ransomware attacks, which is when criminals hold sensitive information hostage and demand compensation. Carrie, how do attackers get access to information? So victims can be targeted with malicious links or attachments that are embedded in emails, websites, or ads. When you click on the links or download the files and open them, it allows the criminal access to all the information on your device. This lets them manipulate and encrypt the target victim's data locally, but has the potential to target other computers or files that are on the same network. Once the malware has infected the machine and encrypted the target victim's data, the criminals then hold the data hostage and request payment in exchange for the information. Attackers threaten that files will be deleted or exposed if the ransom is not paid. Losing data is a risk to both individuals and organizations, and we all play a role in protecting UAB's information. Yeah, it's true that we all have the power to reduce the risk of a ransomware attack at UAB. So the big question is, what can we do? So we should always be suspicious of phishing emails. I'm pretty sure we say that in every single podcast, but it is absolutely true. Crucial. You should also install anti-malware and back up your devices. And you can find resources for both of those at uab.edu slash techhelp. You should also watch what you click, and that includes ads, links, and opening files, not only on your personal devices, but especially on your work computers and phones, as those devices have access to the UAB network. You should keep your software up to date, and that goes for computers and mobile devices as well. And turning on automatic updates is a really easy solution to make sure that you get that done. 
Um, and finally, if you find something suspicious or receive a message you're unsure of, you should alert UAB Ask IT by forwarding it to phishing at uab.edu. On social media, we always do these tech debates and polls. And I was kind of talking to Carrie about what should what should we do this month? This was back in October. And she talked about this crazy article that she saw about how people would rather give up their dog than their phone, which like we'll get into that statistic, but hearing giving up their dog rather than their phone seems kind of crazy. So we're going to walk through this article and talk about what, uh, what kind of results we got on our tech debate online and then kind of start a conversation about what would you give up for your phone? Carrie, what does that article say? According to the article, 40% of the people who responded would rather be separated from their dog over their smartphone for an entire month. Now, MJ, you are literally cradling your dog, Margot, as we record this podcast. And I cannot fathom you giving up Margot for like five minutes over your smartphone. And I agree that there's no way. But I'm also interested to think about what are the stipulations? Like, do I have to go no phone in order to keep my dog for a month? Like, do I get a little flip phone? Like, I can handle that. That'd be fine. That's a good question. You know, it'd be a little break. <laughs> That's a good point. So the survey also said that 44% of millennial respondents would rather be separated from their significant other over their smartphone for a month. Now, if they asked this question during the pandemic, I could kind of see... Right. Why that's 44% because a lot of people have been spending a lot of time with the same people in their house. And, you know, sometimes you just really need a break. 72% of respondents would rather be separated from alcohol over their smartphone for a month. I could see that. 64% of respondents would rather be separated from coffee over their smartphone for a month. I can definitely see that because I am not a coffee person. Oh, wow. Here's a good one. 44% of respondents would rather serve five days of jury duty than be separated from their smartphone for five days. Now, if you're doing jury duty, you're probably separated from your smartphone anyway, right? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. This is crazy. So how did our survey go when we asked this tech debate question? First of all, I wanted to get their guess of the percentage of people that would give up their dog for their phone. So the options were 26%. 51%, 11%, and 40%, with 40 being the correct answer. And the majority chose 51%. Based on our survey, they thought that there would be more people to choose their phone over their dog, which I was surprised by. Maybe they've also been home with their dogs all throughout the pandemic, and they just need a break from their dogs, too. <laughs> I don't know. That is true. The next slide we asked, would they give up coffee? As a reminder... The survey that we are basing this tech debate off of said that 64% of respondents would rather be separated from coffee over their smartphone for a month. Based on our own survey, 62% of our voters would give up coffee for a smartphone for a month, which is accurate with the survey that we're basing this off of, which I thought was... That's pretty good. Pretty interesting. Yeah. But again, I go back to the question, do I get a phone at all? Yeah. And majority of my job revolves around my smartphone because I run our social and I do a lot of that from my phone. Yeah, I think you're exempt because you have to use your phone for your job. But I'm of an age where I remember when we didn't have cell phones. I didn't have a cell phone of my own until I was either later in college or after. So 
If you have any thoughts about this survey or what you would give up for your smartphone, you should send us a tweet. We would love to hear. If you also have any suggestions on what we should ask our audience in the next tech debate, we would love to get some suggestions. You should follow us on social. All of our information will be linked in the show notes. And you could just follow us online by searching UABIT. Thank you for joining us this month. You can find all links and references to the things that we talked about in the show notes below. Stay safe, and we'll see you in December. UAB Techno is produced by UABIT's communications and marketing team with Carrie Bean and MJ Moon. Music is by Kevin McLeod. Is that a porn joke?